Welcome back to the Making a Multi-Million Dollar Med Spa podcast, where we have real conversations about what it takes to run a successful business. Thank you for joining us as we share our day-to-day successes and even more importantly, failures and mistakes. Listen in as we host some of our peers, colleagues, and other experts in the field. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, I'm talking with Meredith Keller, nurse practitioner at Aesthetic-Care and trainer with Mint Aesthetics. Meredith graduated from college with a communications and marketing degree, but after entering the workforce, she knew it wasn't for her. She transitioned to nursing, which paved the way for her introduction to aesthetics. After six years with Aesthetic-Care, after going back to school and raising two boys at the same time, Meredith now shares her expertise through training at Mint as a nurse practitioner. In this episode, we will discuss transitioning to a career in nursing and aesthetics, changing clients' life through Diva, and so much more. Now on to the episode. All right, I'm so excited to have you here today. You have just been through such an amazing journey, and I'm so proud of you. And Thank I'm ex- you. You're welcome. I'm just excited for you to share you know, just a little bit about your journey before we get started, and then I'll go into some other questions for you. But first of all, I have Meredith here with me today. and. Hello. And, um, and she is one of our rock star team members of Aestheticare. And she's been on quite the journey over the past couple of years. So maybe just start with, you know, how you found, how we found you. And then from there, kind of what were you doing before you started with Aestheticare? And why did you make the decision for aesthetics? Let's start with that. Um, okay, so that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> um, I went to a girls night here for one of my friends. Oh, that's right. Yes. Of, like the lunch and yes, learn. Yes, lunch and learn. She's actually yeah. your pediatrician. That's right. Yes, and Matt and I was looking for something because I was in the hospital, which is wonderful. I loved working at St. Luke's, cardiac, everything, emergency, floating. That was what I thought I was just going to do, and I was going to stick with it. But then kids threw a wrench in the plans. Those were long hours, and people that do it are amazing. I just was kind of tapped out. And then I thought, I just got to find something outpatient, something else. And when I came here, Matt's exact words were, we want you to leave here, wanting to come here and to work here. And I was like, I could work here. <laughs> I love that. So I came here. <laughs> so you came to the girls' night yeah. out just to just because you thought you might want to have treatments or right. something, or because yeah. Doctor Ham invited you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All I right. wanted my veins treated. Okay. By the wonderful artist. And so I was like, I want to get my vein treated. And I want to get Botox. So I came in, and then when I talked to Artic, she said, I said, Are you guys ever hiring nurses? And she said, No, never. Everyone, everyone stays here. Nobody leaves. You'll never get hired. <laughs> and I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But anyway, so I came back for my second treatment. I brought my resume just in case. And I wrote a very nice cover letter. And I wrote it to Rick, the manager. And then I guess, and Matt liked it. And it turns out that he decided he was going to add, add a nurse because they hadn't lost one. Mm-hmm. And then um, he called and said, basically, in Matt's nice way, we probably won't hire you because you don't have any experience, but if you want to come in and chat. <laughs> so I did, and I guess, I guess he liked me. So oh, then we, then he talked about my experience and why I wouldn't go into aesthetics. And then I um, didn't think that's what I wanted to do. But then after I learned more about it, um, there's just so much more with aesthetics as far as just like, it's not just, you know, plastic surgery and people wanting Botox. It's lasers and there's so much more that goes into it. There's so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. Just helping people in a different way. And after I did a lot of research about it and talked a lot with Matt and then realized 
as a nurse, I can do not just injections, but lasers, mm -hmm. things like that. And then when I started, it was amazing because then we brought on things like the Diva and Sulfina, which is which I could use a little bit more of my medical background for, mm -hmm. which I loved. Yeah. Yeah. So once you, you know, kind of the journey of coming on board and onboarding, you know, learning from injectables to lasers, kind of take yourself back for a minute. You know, was it exciting? Was it overwhelming? Was it like, how did you feel during that time compared to what you were doing before? Um, well, I thought, oh, I worked in a lot of different places at St. Luke's and cardiac neuro. Like surely I can do Botox. That's not yeah. that hard. <laughs> but then I, you know, as I started, even the first, I thought, and it was a little bit more challenging than I thought it was going to be. And especially the first, I was a little overwhelmed on the first BBL training. Even though you were amazing, I was just like, oh my gosh, just a lot. I think BBL compared to others. Well, it's just so, a, it's, if you're out there yes. listening, don't give up. BBL is awesome. Yes, it's, it's amazing. It's a lot to learn in the beginning. Yes, yeah. there's so many, 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 many steps and so many bells and whistles with that machine. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's just way more than I thought. But then if you just break it down in little pieces throughout the process, it seemed to just click. Yeah. And then I like lasers a lot more. I started out liking injections, then I like lasers a lot more. Now they're kind of both the same. Both the same. Yeah. Six years in. So you you mentioned Diva and I'm just curious, you know, where 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 are you with that? Maybe like, you know, first of all, like what is that treatment? You know, mm -hmm. may not know. And then also like what excited you about that? Um, I liked it because it's just treating different people in a different way. And I like that we could treat people um not just aesthetically but more emotionally and then also for certain medical issues like post-cancer and if you have Sjogren's syndrome and things like that I've got a few clients in that category and it just watching them be more excited and have a better relationship with their partner and also just changing the life of people that not life I should, that sounds aggressive but changing the process people like would have stress or incontinence it you know it wonders right. what you can do and when it works it's amazing yeah, you know, so just a quick recap, Diva is a technology that yeah. Cytons developed. It's a fractional laser technology. It's a treatment that the device gets inserted into the yes. vagina. It takes yes. about three to six minutes to do the treatment. Yes. And I, I will never forget um, when I, it was Ardeth who came in and said, like, one of her clients had been, like, crying with um, joy. Yes. Post-treatment. Yes. Not because of yes. the pain. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. it really doesn't hurt that much. But No, it's like, one of the easier treatments that we do, I think. I mean, it just was so rewarding to mm -hmm. hear how one of our clients hadn't had sex with her husband in like five years yes. and was able to have sex again. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just, I want to shout this from the rooftops, you know, that there are treatments out there that yes. can help women that, I mean, most of them don't even know that it's available. And I'm yes. sure partly because my mother went through that you know, uh -huh. years ago. And yes. so it really like pulls my heartstrings, but um, it's just, it's amazing. So I, I, I wanted to. Well, when people, you hear women describe having intercourse with their spouse or, or partner, it feels like knives. That's not comfortable. And then it puts a strain on relationships. Intimacy is important. And then just watching people kind of experience joy again and have intimacy where it's not painful or they're not looking forward to it. It's, it's nice. But also just from a medical perspective, especially the people that have been through cancer and like your mom and then um, the Sjogren syndromes are so dry, urinary tract infections get really prominent. So if you can, oh. lubrication really helps with that too. And that helped my Sjogren's patient 
our client, um, a lot. She hasn't yeah. been on an antibiotic since she started Diva. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I think that is just great. I mean, it just helps with yeah. your, your whole system and day-to-day -day life. So. so since you've gone back to school, uh -huh. so that <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Here, yeah. So maybe share why, yes. and then a little bit about that journey, and then what you feel like the future holds with that, or what you're excited about with it. With, with I well, originally I was either going to work here or go to nurse practitioner school, and then when I got this job, I thought, well, let's see what happens here. And then when I realized getting my nurse practitioner would also help. Um, that's kind of when I decided to go back and do it. And I think it just gives um, nurses a little bit more autonomy. Um, as far as processes, as far as Botox and injections, it not, doesn't change that much, but I like to be able to take the next step with my patients and help them personally, mm -hmm. instead of passing it on to a physician. Um, even though you're still kind of there helping through the, through the process, I like just being able to do it myself and then with the guidance of a physician. And then also just having a little more, more knowledge about what I'm doing, especially with something like Selfina, which is a little bit more invasive, or um, Diva. Right. Yeah. I loved, I think at one point during this, you told me you were having a conversation with Mary, who's Dr. Mary Ham, uh -huh. pediatrician yes. and your yes. friend. Yes. And um, you were talking to her about it and you had, there was a comment made like, well, Meredith, you're going to be 40 and you're going to have it. Oh, yeah. You're going to be 40 and you're not going to have it. Yes. And, or something like that. Yes. And I thought, I love that because yes. no matter what, you're going to be 40 at some point, you're going to be 50 at some point, you can either do it or not. You can do it you know? or not. Yeah. I know she told me, well, she's the one person I probably shouldn't have because she's the biggest overachiever of our friends. <laughs> but I said, I don't know, I'm going to be 40 when I graduate. And she was like, and she, she's being a physician, she was like, well, you can be 40 with a degree or you can be 40 without a degree. Either way, you're going to be 40. So I was like, oh my gosh, but I'm going to be working with kids. And she was like, you're going to be working with kids anyway. And I was like, oh my God, fine, you're right, I'll do it. <laughs> so I did, and it was the best advice I probably ever got. It was good. Oh, so, I mean, it just is so inspiring to me because you went back to school, you have kids, uh -huh. you were still working, uh -huh. your marriage is still thriving. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Like how? Like what did your day look like? Well, I think it's just everyone just kind of figures out what they're going to do and whenever they get into a stressful situation. And everyone says, oh, I can't do that. But you can once you get into it. So it's just come to work. Just have a process. Come to work. Take care of the kids. Put the kids to bed. Do your schoolwork. Come to work. Take care of the kids. Mm -hmm. Just kind of every day. And then you just get in the groove of it. You did tell me you'd get up earlier, though. Yeah, sometimes I would do 4 a.m. <laughs> I mean, like, so get up, do your job. Like, get up at 4 a.m., y'all. Not just, like, get up, but get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> yes. Sometimes if I put on uh, too long studying for a test, then I would do my 4 a.m. study sessions a week before I did my test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I told myself, I'm getting through this, and we are getting through this at the appropriate time, and I'm, we're going to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And you did it. Yes. Congratulations again and again Thank and again. You. So proud of you. It was hard, but it's worth it. Yeah. If anyone wants to do it. Yeah. So what are you most proud of or looking forward to or like within that experience? You know? Well, even just in the last month having it, it's been nice. I look forward to like helping all the providers with any of their issues, being able to answer questions with a knowledge background of what's going on, and being able to just, the littlest thing, just being able to prescribe the medication right then and there after meeting with the client and having that conversation. Um, so nice. just really help. It just yeah. helps to like speed the process along. Yes. And I love, I just love science and medicine, and so it's nice to just learn more about it. And when something comes up I don't know about, then research it, talk to the doctor. 
I move forward so I get to learn something new every time. So what's been one of the most difficult situations, whether it was a case or a um, customer, you know, client relationship or school or balance? Like what has been one of like your learning moments? And I, I don't want to say difficult, but you know, I mean, kind of difficult, but also like growth or learning moments. Oh gosh, that's a hard one. Well, I think I've had a lot of little things. Well, growth, just being able to time manage because that's not been, a, I mean, I haven't been bad at it, but it's not been a strength of mine my whole life. I mean, it's certainly, so I school, think maybe you just have seen that in the wrong light because yeah. watching you go through all this, I think that is certainly one of your strengths. <laughs> So, so I think I think that maybe realizing it, maybe realizing it, yeah, maybe realizing oh I can't do that. Um, probably, I don't even know. I think as far as well, a teaching moment I had last couple weeks as a nurse practitioner is just having someone have significant pain after a procedure, which is a cool, cool thing. Um, and then and talking to the doctor, working through it together, and just finding the process for something, and it turned out to be something completely unrelated to a cool sculpting. And it was nice just to be like, you know what, I think just learning more about that and pushing them in the right direction in the appropriate time so they could get, take care of their health issue that they were having. So I think that was a really good more learning moment to know when to like step back and be like, you know what, that this is not what is related to full sculpting mm -hmm. and moving forward and then even helping her through that process because that was, that was a teaching moment. Yeah, for sure. But that's, I think every process that we teach so what's been something that's been the most rewarding? Um, and and well, we've already talked about Diva. I mean, those there's some quite a few in that conversation, I think, that we've had. Oh, but. yeah, there's a lot of Um, I just, just, well, from a nurse practitioner's perspective now that's new, just helping the providers, but then also from just being here in the treatment's perspective is um, helping people when they get their post pictures. I mean, even people that, a lot of people that just really want that natural look, that have never done anything, but then they're seeing the aging process, and if you just, if they just trust you to do a laser, and then they can see the results, yes. you know what you're doing, and they're so happy, that's yes. rewarding to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not curing yeah. cancer, but it's I, really, it's, that's fun. It's so fun. Yeah, yes. I'm obviously like a huge, I love yes. laser so much, yes. but, um, and I, and it's just, honestly, it's because year after year after year oh after year gosh. after year after year with me, it's just when once you've got that technology and you understand it, you've got it down, yes. and you get those results, and it's just consistency yes. that I just thrive on, yes. you know, and um, and so I always joke, like I make the site on Kool-Aid and I hand it out, but it's really because of that, because mm -hmm. it's technology that I trust, because my clients love it. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, it's they're so excited when they see. They're like, "Oh, I didn't know I could do that." Yeah, yeah. In such a short period of time, uh -huh. treat two treatments, three treatments, sometimes even one treatment. Yes, like, it yes. Matter, no. But even still, you know, yes. <laughs> it's just like such a short period of time. Yeah. You get to see so much improvement, and so yes. much change. So, and that's part. Of, that's actually another to answer another question. Like five questions ago, one of the things I learned the most from being here is being. I, I've never been a salesperson, so I'm not very good at that, but just being very direct with people and being very clear and using more of the education route, mm -hmm. that has helped me so much over the last few years that I think that's why I've been getting more consistent with 
templates and things like that. I think it, that has been just talking to the client and being very direct. So I love this conversation <laughs> because you're one of our top providers week after week, month after month, <laughs> and yet you don't like to sell. I hate you know? seller. I can't sell anything. <laughs> but I I love that because I also do not, I don't like to sell it. You know, it's not about sales to me either. Yes. And I have found like probably too why I love the education piece so much is because it gives me that confidence. And then I say, this is gonna work for this person and it might range a little bit, mm -hmm. but you know they're gonna yes. see X, Y, or Z, yes. whether it's the downtime that they're gonna see, the experience they're gonna go through, the results they're gonna get. And those treatments are the ones that give me so much confidence that it's hard not to talk about it. Yes. And so it's like not selling. It's just talking about what you're passionate about because you've seen it work over and over again. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's having that, having, not having the client talk you into the cheapest route as a person that's yes, like doing the treatment, right. but the one that works. I think I've gotten a lot more confident being like, I'm not, that's not gonna work. Yeah. We need to do this. Let's save the money for what's gonna work and come back to me. Yes. And that has been, once I started doing that, night and day. Yeah, and I have to put in a little commercial because the e-courses are out there. There you available. go. <laughs> and I have to because like, I mean, yes. I know that I'm developing them, but I think that they're so amazing. And I was watching this um, course yesterday and it was just on overall education and about paying for speed, like pay to get you there faster. Yes. Instead of waiting a year or five years or 10 years to learn how to do BBL halo combination appropriately so you get amazing results. Like just pay to learn how to do it now. Yes. Whether it's with us or someone else, I don't care. But uh -huh. like it's for both of us, I can tell it's that the education piece, the training piece, the seeing it, then believing it, and then it comes easy. Yes. So yes. I have to share it, I have to say it. Okay, so then I'll, you know, I'm curious just overall in your life because I see you as a mother and I, you know, I see and feel the relationship that you have with your husband uh -huh. and just how you are such a leader at work and um, like what drives you in life? Like what, what brings this passion out? Like what do you like think about? Like what are your kind of goals and vision and dreams and like, what really drives all that? You said these are going to be easy questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, but you make it yes. look so easy. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's like. Well, I think it's like, I think, the, well, the most obvious is obviously my kids. And then, um, I don't know. I just kind of, I think with age has helped. And I think I just decided I'm going to do what I like to do and do what I want to do and do what's best for my time and then not try and do something more than I should and then and just kind of think what can get me to the next step what I want to do and then just if that even makes sense it makes so much sense like I think about those things a lot and even right now the conversations I have with my kids mm -hmm. I did like a goal-setting workshop with Jackson and oh, last night so my <laughs> six-year-old and 20-year-old <laughs> we're doing our goal-setting yes. but they really I think it was great to do it with them yes. together too for him That's to learn idea. and see her uh -huh. but um so anyway we i was i was doing that with her and so much what i've been trying to help them understand is that if you find something you're passionate about the money will come yes yeah I and agree. what you just said like you decided you were going to do what you wanted to do with the time that you wanted to give it you know having your kids and making the change from working late nights and probably long shifts to mm -hmm. finding aesthetics and a passion in aesthetics that you didn't know was there right 
but it's like being able to build that and put it together mm -hmm. for me too it took a lot of years and like yes. you, the longer you're that and the older I've gotten yes and the more I've like looked at myself to see like what I really want and then to be able to help my kids do that you know it's like I just want them to get that I, earlier yes. I don't want them to wait so long I mean I I luckily I fell into this industry like first thing uh -huh. but um but nobody sat down in the beginning with me as a kid and said oh my gosh no I didn't that's well I majored in communications and marketing and mm -hmm. then I, I sat that on my first job well mainly because I didn't want to leave K-State to go to KU for nursing school but I was <laughs> don't like, tell Matt that I know <laughs> not, not a KU person I mean KU is wonderful <laughs> um, <laughs> I just was I was ready to I said I want to live and then I, went, I sat down at one of my first jobs as a marketing person slash promotions person, and I thought, this is terrible. I do this forever. <laughs> and then I just reevaluated everything and then went to nursing school, which is probably the biggest change. And I loved it. It was really hard, but I loved it. And then now as I've aged, I it's nice to just not. Did you have a mentor, someone that said, why don't you look at the medical world instead? Like what yeah. took you from communication to nursing well my mom is in the medical field and she always told me I should be a nurse and I, of course she's my mom so I didn't want to listen to her because she doesn't know anything <laughs> turns out she knows everything so if I had listened to her earlier we would I would have had a longer career in nursing but I mean I I changed career path in like 24 so it wasn't too short after K-State mm -hmm. but um yeah, and then I, my mom. And then when I was working in promotions, I went to a health event. It was like, I think Shawnee Mission at the time, now it's called Advent, put on a women's health event. Mm -hmm. And just listening to women talk about their health struggles and what they're doing to achieve it and how important it was to them and the nurses that helped them. I thought, you know what, that sounds a little bit more rewarding. Yeah. And then that's, I think it was a few months later, I applied for nursing school. Yeah. So cool to hear people's stories and like, so much you've done, you know, like you've gone through so much to get where you are, but it's uh -huh. just like all the I don't recommend it doing it at 40. <laughs> if you can do it earlier, that's good. But it's but so why not? Not. it's fine. Yeah. 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 Fine. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think so many times too, we think about retirement being at like the age our parents thought about retirement. But for me, I look at retirement as much later. Like yes. I don't feel myself retiring until much later in life because I want to be healthy. I mean, forever. Yes. You know? I mean, I know. You know, but it's well, like, I think, I think we're going to live longer. Yeah. We can be healthier longer, that yeah. there's so much more now that we have access to than my parents did. And so, um, you know, it's nice to find, it's a dream to find something that you love and you can make money doing, but I think that it can be done. Everybody can do that if oh, they yeah. really want to. And I think it's different now too, because you can incorporate your job with your life yeah. and have a little bit more balance and then continue the things that you like to do when you figure that out around the age of 40. Yeah. And then you just keep going, even though you're like, you can retire, you know, comfortably or whatever, mm -hmm. but you just, for your brain and your, your body, you can just and keep doing the things that you want to do and mm -hmm. just nitpick. Yep. Yeah, because I think originally it was work you work eight to five and then you retire at sixty five. Yeah. And then you just sit at home. Which no, I can't I, do. I, I can't am do that. not gonna do that. No. I was never I've never been built for that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna you're gonna be stuck with me for a minute. Good. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Best answer over here. Um okay, so just one more question, we'll we'll finish up. But like any advice you'd give your past self? Like your, whether it's a 20 year old or 30 year old self or anything you think back on. I think, well, when I decided to switch careers completely from a bachelor's of arts and I, in marketing, 
to nursing school. And then also this same process, nursing school to nurse practitioner school, um, and moving into aesthetics is I just, I don't think there's a problem pulling the trigger. I think I, sh I waited, I applied to nursing school and then I thought about it and then I waited another year and then I applied again and then I thought, oh, should I do this? I'm too old. And that was when I was 25, which I wasn't too old to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I wish I would have just said, just do it. Just do it. You know what? It's either gonna work out or it's not. Either way, you're not liking where you are, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it faster. Do it faster. I, I have to give you some props though, because you pulled the trigger. <laughs> yes, I did. A lot of people will wait 5, 10, 15, 20 their entire life and not pull the trigger. Yes. So good job. Sister. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Well, Mary told me I'm gonna be 40 with every I thought of degree. So you might as well do it. It's like, oh, you're right. But all along the way you did yes. it. You know, yes. it is it is one of those things though. And I think Sometimes when I'm thinking about pulling a trigger, I think I've, as I've gotten older, I've I've done it quicker, uh -huh, quicker um, yeah. and I've failed yes. more at some of the things. But then I again, it's one of those things. I'm like, who cares? At least I did it, yeah, and I learned from it. Mm -hmm. And now next time, I'm going to pull the trigger faster, yeah, and now I can take what I learned and move it into that. Yes. And so it's like you know, well, even if you fail at the things that you can still get to where you want faster. So you're like, well, that so, didn't work. Let's move on. So true. Yeah, isn't that so true? I think we're. I you know, when you're in your twenties, you're scared of it not working, and then. I guess, I guess as you age, you're just like, well, I guess I'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to keep going in one direction. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> one direction or another. Oh, well, Meredith, it is, I am so glad you came to that girls' night out. I and am, too. Meredith, I didn't think I'd leave with a, like, possibly oh, wanting a job, but yes, know, it was amazing. amazing how the world oh, works out and how energy brings people together yes. and how you saw something and thought, why not? And went for it and I know. appreciate Matt saying something to me and taking a little risk <laughs> I so appreciate him we talk about it all the time we are so grateful you're here so thank you and thank you for doing this podcast thank and sharing because there's so many providers and just you know people out there that are even maybe thinking about just getting into aesthetics period uh -huh. and to hear your story it's just so powerful so thank you thank you thanks for listening to today's episode we would love it if you left a review to help other providers and clinics find us also, if you want more information about anything we discussed in this episode, check out our show notes. Until next time, this has been the Making a Multi-Million Dollar Med Spa Podcast.